Hey everyone. Uh, wait, wait, wait. We gotta, we gotta do. Ah, oh, come on, dude. You don't know how to start a show. You gotta start it with. There you go, Yeah, we're we're totally leaving that in, by the way. Yeah. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Graveyard Sith podcast. Uh We've been away a bit, um, so we're covering, yeah, the last three episodes of uh, The Mandalorian, of season three of The Mandalorian, uh, one of which we're not even really going to talk about, because it's trash. Yeah, we're, we're going to talk about the good the, ones. The, 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 yeah, the, like the 1% of it. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. Um, dude, Yeah. <laughs> I don't really don't know. You what like, don't you like Lizzo, dude? Hell you know no. Lizzo? Lizzo can jump in front of a train. Well, Lizzo's not my new favorite fucking character, dude. Dude, I'd buy you know the, the gentle di- giant bus that I that I I pay good money for, like yeah, two hundred, three hundred, and shit. For a Lizzo one, you'd be looking at six hundred. Come on, oh, dude. I I buy this in a fucking heartbeat. Oh man, what a complete waste of time! Absolutely, what the fuck were they thinking? And I'm, like, like our theory said, it's like I gave you, like I gave you like eight dollars, yeah, and I take one out of it. You know, just yeah. you, you lost one, so you have seven left. Yeah. Uh, dude, I was so fucking disappointed. Honestly, fuck yeah. this episode. Fuck Lizzo. Fuck Jack Black too. <laughs> fuck everything about this episode except for the like the three for the, the the three first minutes and the last two minutes. Exactly, it's complete filler with the exception of about six minutes of actual story. Yeah, yeah, and it's just we're on the topic, dude. Mm. I, you know, I was, because you know me, like, I was, you know, staying awake till 3 a.m. To, to watch it with, <laughs> uh, to, to watch it with uh, the, 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 ch- the, the, the Star Theory uh, chat and shit. Yeah. And everyone was like, what the fuck is this? Like. Oh, yeah. Way, way too, too late to have a filler episode and especially since, since you you have like eight episodes like there's no place for filler to begin no with. no and everyone in the chat was going crazy like l l l like <laughs> like everyone was fucking mad and even star theory was like fuck like what the fuck are we doing like yep. and what was the honestly what was the the, the point of this episode like it didn't Bring okay, cool fan service. You know, well, fan service. I mean, fan service because we we've seen it, we saw like uh, B one battle droids and super battle droids and shit. That was cool, but yeah, a bunch of things doesn't make any fucking sense anyway. Like Mando, wouldn't he be scared of like uh, super battle droids after like they basically like. Killed everyone he knows. Yeah, and that's pretty much the last thing he remembers about, like living yeah. where he was, like a big ass fucking super battle droid, like ready to kill him and shit. But no, yeah. it's just fucking comedy and like he kicks them around and shit. I I hated it with a passion. I 
honestly, I really, really had a problem with this episode. Oh, it's yeah. the, the worst live action uh, Disney produced Star Wars episode ever. Even more than The Last Jedi? No, I mean episode. Like, okay, yeah, like, like yeah. Uh, series. Series, yeah. Yeah. It, you know, this was a low point for the Mandalorian. I mean, we've said it, before, it was you know, so bad, dude. Let's just put it this way: um, we've never gone below a five for a Mandalorian episode. This I, one's I like don't think a two. We even went. I I don't even think we we went below a six. No, we're usually pretty high. This is like a two. Yeah, this was fucking awful. Honestly, what I believe is I believe someone, you know, from Disney called up Lucasfilm and said, uh, you know, Jack Black, Lizzo, and uh, Christopher Lloyd want to be on The Mandalorian. Yeah. Uh, Make that happen. Yeah, and Lizzo, terrible, terrible fucking acting. Terrible, terrible acting. She's a fat-ass fucking bitch. Yep. That sings and twerk or, you know, you know, fucking liberal kind of shit. And yeah. I couldn't care less. It it was really fucking bad. It was, it, it I was so disappointed, dude. And I, I, you know, even after the episode was, was, uh, was over and shit, you know, I was chatting with people on the, uh, Star Theories chat, and mm. I was chatting too with uh, Star Theory via super chats. Mm. Everyone was so, so like disappointed. But of course, you, you had those Disney shills saying like, "Oh no, you're just uh, you, you're toxic. You know, you, you don't know what you want, and when you get what you want, you're disappointed." You're like, hey, what, what the fuck? Who asked for this? No one asked for this except for Disney. Exactly. So you know, and honestly, th- there's there was only one thing I found kind of funny about the episode, and that was just the fact that this is like a completely that, that woke is. civilization. <clears throat> this yeah. civilization is completely woke, and it just and it shows just how how it doesn't work. No, it, it was it was so bad, dude. So it bad. Was, and, it was. It was horrible. And you know, like we, well, first of all, I got to let the, the listeners know, like I got, well, you can tell by my voice, I guess, but mm-hmm. you know, I was super sick for for a while, uh, for maybe the last since the last, uh, well, last week, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I couldn't do it, and <clears throat> but before this, this episode, like I, I couldn't like make it to record and shit, but honestly. What do you want me to say? There's not much this, yeah. to say about this episode. It, it was it, it, it was really bad, and a lot of a lot of stuff doesn't make any fucking sense. Why why did Dan didn't give Bo the fucking saber just at the get go? Like why 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 wait till they they get where the rest uh you know the man the the rest of the Mandalorians are. Mm-hmm. For, for Din to give her the saber, like just just fucking give her the fucking dark saber if you are going to anyway, and yeah. she just pulls up with it. That's it. Yeah, I have to admit, I I kind of liked that the way that he gave it to her. I liked, you know, the how can I put it? 
essentially almost like the loophole that he found where he wouldn't have to fight her for it. And he could just give it to her. I, I thought that was a clever use. Yeah, but exactly. If, if he, you know, he didn't have to like fight her for it and shit. And then is super aware that the mission is like gathering every fucking single Mandalorian and bringing yep. him together. Why don't you give her the fucking saber before going? Yeah. She yep. to meet the rest of the Mandalorian. It, what? Why? Why are you? Why are you letting both fight? If you are just going to give her the dark saber, all I all I can think is like the, the idea was like it, they wanted it to be like a spectacle. Yeah, like, like make a big deal of him giving her the saber, like that in shit, front nah. of other Mandalorians and everything. That, that shit was trash, dude. Whoever wrote this episode, I don't know if it's uh, Favreau. I, I honestly, I don't think it's. I don't think it's Favreau. I uh, think uh, I don't know, but whoever wrote this shit, yeah, he should terrible, be terrible, back. terrible. Rethink your 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 fucking career choice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, th- this was a bad one, definitely. And um, I don't know about you, but I say we move on. I think ten minutes was more than enough to spend on this piece of trash. Well, rating before two. I'm at a one, dude. I'm at a two simply just because you know the beginning and the end was there was at least something. Yeah. Uh, well, it's a one for me. Yeah, it's definitely one. But but the the two next episode kind of made me forget about this terrible piece of shit. So definitely. So let's move on to to better things. Yeah. So episode seven. Hmm. I almost consider seven and eight almost like just one big episode because you know it is one story through the entire thing. Yeah. Yeah. I I honestly I wish they'd. I wish they'd had just seven episodes and had like the last episode be like an hour and 40 minutes or something. Uh, you mean like combined the two? Yeah. And just have them as one long episode. Cause or, or just air the, the two at once. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just, uh, it would just work because I mean, like, look what we get. We get, we get answers in this episode. Yeah. You know, we get we we get you know, we get the retaking of Mandalore. Well, the beginnings of the retaking of Mandalore. Yeah. yeah. They finally tell us why the hell those ships were there that attacked uh <laughs> excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That, that attacked uh Bo's planet, you know? Mm. Like there's yeah, there's like a legit base there. <laughs> yeah. You know, um we get Moff Gideon back, which is cool. Yeah, and I, and I, well, 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 that's one thing that we forgot to mention that the at the end of um, oh yeah episode six we see an Imperial shuttle uh, that was basically destroyed and shit, and it was carrying Moff Gideon. Was that six or was that five? Was it five? I think it might have been five. Oh well, I, it wouldn't surprise me because six was fucking irrelevant. So yeah, <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me at all. Yeah. But uh, yeah, episode. Uh, well, can can 
How did episode six start? Uh, uh, not episode six, sorry. Episode seven. Episode seven started with, um, <clears throat> I, I think we had a little bit of Mando stuff, and then we had um, the bitch woman contacting Moff Gideon. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, that's. The, I honestly can't even remember the, her name, but you know. Yeah, but that's the uh, yeah with the Imperial uh, probe droid engine. That that was yeah. that was kind of fucking cool though. That was really great. That was cool, honestly though. Like, I almost feel it was the easy way out just to make her an Empire spy. And we gotta we gotta mention the fact that this episode is called the Spies. Yeah, plural. But yeah. there's only one spy in it that we know, that we of. know of. Yeah. So, well, listeners, let us know who you think was the 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 S and the spy. You know. Yeah. Honestly, I I, I thought it was the armor. I was yeah. It was the armor. I was convinced actually it was the armor. Mm-hmm. And, and, well, apparently not, but we're not there yet. But just we got to mention the title, The Spies. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, honestly, I don't know. I mean, we know, you know, the bitch woman. I can't remember her name. I, I like the bitch woman. <laughs> I think she she's, she's making a really good villain. You know, because she's. She's genuinely well. Let's put it this way: I'm calling her the bitch woman. I've seen her in two episodes, sort of thing, and I'm already calling her the bitch woman. So she's obviously doing a good job at like at being a bitch woman. Yeah. No, you know, like, like, yeah, she's doing a good job being a villain. So you know, it is what it is. Yeah. But yeah, she contacts Moff Gideon's essentially like a Din Djarin and Bo-Katan have got together and they're gonna like retake Mandalore. Yeah, my, yeah, and fucking Moff Gideon's like, oh, again. Yeah, but he's he, he's he seems genuinely shook. Yeah, that, that, but, but shook but prepared too. He's oh, like, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna fucking take care of the of, of was de- was definitely prepared, but at the same time, you know. Like, I don't think he expected the Mandalorians to get back, like, you know, to sort of, like, come together. To unite? Yeah. They, he didn't expect that at all. I mean, I think, you know, he thought Mandalorians are essentially remnants. I don't think... Yeah, because, you know... Well, that's pretty much what everyone thinks. And until... You know, uh, the armor and Bo-Katan, you know, unite if you want. Like, even even the the Mandalorians themselves uh, hated each other and were were thinking, like, nah, it's never going to work and shit. So I can see why Moff Gideon was thinking the same. Yeah, but, you know... um didn't quite work out that way. So, so yeah, he gets essentially on a conference call with a bunch of other moths. And one of them is an old guy, and he's like, you know, Thrawn is returning, and, you know. Yeah, and, and, and dude, dude, I gotta say, one of them is the father of uh, General Hawks. I know, I hate that. Yeah. Like, wouldn't, it be, wouldn't it be cool, though, if, 
like, can you imagine if the next episode, you know, because it's called The Spies, can, can you imagine if, like, it was revealed that, you know, like in uh, Rise of Skywalker, like, this dude pulls up, like, I, I'm a spy. Like, he was a spy as well. Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> like, like father, like son. Yep. Completely. Man, that would actually be pretty funny. Yeah. But I, I love the I love the little bits of like infighting. You know, essentially like, you know Who's in control like, anyway? No one, that's the no, thing. Yeah, and that that's that's pretty interesting if you ask me. Everyone's yeah. waiting for Thrawn's return and shit. I but... just I just loved Moff Gideon's thing. He's like, Oh, okay. Uh when will he be here? Yeah, but one thing that is really fucking weird though is the fact that uh, let's be honest, like, not everyone is a moth in this council, and once you're a moth, you're above the rest of the officers and shit. Yeah. And everyone's pretty much, like, saying, you know, like, you know, ah, well, you fucked up, like, fuck you, what's your problem, what do you need? Ah, oh, no, you're not gonna have it, you know? <laughs> yeah, but then he's like, no, damn it, like, I want this, and I want some Praetorian guards as well. Yeah, but what do you, like, do you think there's, like, some sort of hierarchy in this shit, or? I think, essentially, everyone on, like, the, the council or whatever are, they are the leaders of what's currently left of the Empire. Yeah, but like, I, like small divisions throughout yeah. the galaxy? Yeah, and you know, they don't have anyone to rally behind, if you will. One thing that they did, I, I thought when I when I was watching this scene was, they've actually given, given us a perfect way, with the Ahsoka series that's coming up that we know, to... It looks really good, by the way. Yeah. To retcon the sequels, but keep them in canon nah, as well. No, nah, dude, they're not. No, 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 I got, I got an idea. Just listen. No, it won't happen, dude. It's leading up to the fucking sequels. I tell you. I know that, but I'm just saying, there's a way that we could have both. How? Essentially, if Thrawn returns, like like we know he's going to in Ahsoka. Everything goes the way of the sequel trilogy. Okay? Mm-hmm. But here, here's my thing. What if, at some point, near, probably at the end of the Ahsoka th- uh, series, what if, maybe in that World Between Worlds thing, Thrawn is taken out of the picture? We don't earlier. even know if it's the World Between Worlds, though. I think it is. You know. I think it is, too. But... Yeah. So, what happens then? Then, you know, if Thrawn is not coming back and you have, you know, Moff Gideon already, you know, if we'll get more into him in the thing for the next episode, his faction, if you will, seems the most likely to succeed the Empire. So if Thrawn doesn't, well, well, maybe we could get a whole different... Okay, okay, okay. I, I get your Split point. Split timelines. That's what I'm saying. I get what your point. I, I get what your point is. But mm-hmm. tell me something, and that's something I think that doesn't make any fucking sense. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> In this episode, 
we see Gideon, uh, you know, requesting uh, bombers. Uh, we see him requesting uh, Praetorian guards. Yep. Okay. Are you telling me that the Empire went to Mandalore because no one really knew they were going to Mandalore? Mm-hmm. They went there, they built this whole ass, like, big ass fucking empire base mm-hmm. where you don't only have bombers, you got bombers, you got TIE interceptors too. Mm-hmm. Like, like, maybe 40 of them? Yeah. How can you explain this? Why would Moff Gideon request this if he's already established there with like resources his own fucking uh Beskar stormtroopers multiple bombers multiple TIE interceptors Mm -hmm. the only thing he requested that he got maybe from someone else were the Praetorian guards but why would he request like bombers and shit if he's already like that well established and don't don't get me wrong dude mm. and don't say i'm wrong because i can't be wrong on this <laughs> to ha- to be well established like that this shit is pretty much like a big ass fucking hanger yeah what i think was he living on fucking mandalore this whole time I think maybe he probably was. I think that the the, the bombers and the re, and the reinforcements and everything that he asks for were a pretense to get the Praetorian guards. I think that the Praetorians were his end game. I think he he requested the other stuff to be like you know I need this like I need more troops and everything because this is going to happen. And I also want some Praetorian guards. You, uh, but, but, uh, well, yeah, I, I, I guess it makes sense because uh, from from what I understood, mm-hmm. Moff Gideon is pretty much doing his own thing, like cloning himself and shit. Yeah. So, but but the fact that this dude is still sorry for my voice, I know it's like cracking <laughs> shit. I'm like ah, but. Uh, I, I, I don't know how it really makes sense because if you are so well you know established already at one place, why would you risk everything you are planning just by exposing yourself and having uh, you know other uh, imperial faction dropping you some like Praetorians or anything? It just didn't really I, I, make sense. What I think it is, I think his plan was the Praetorian guards give him legitimacy. If he was to say, you know, like I'm taking over the empire, like I'm I'm the new leader, and like he's already got like some Praetorian guards. I mean, think think of that from like the other members of that council, whatever. They yeah, but like. everyone seems to be uh, like. On par with, like, uh, you know, like, the Empire belongs to fucking Thrawn. They all seem to think that, but... Why would they they give Gideon 
more resources, you know? Yeah, because he made a good point. He's like, oh, uh, when can we expect him? It's like, you know, they've been waiting for years for Thrawn to return. Mm, yeah, but still, still. You know, and uh, they they don't, they know he's coming back. They don't know when he's going to get there or anything. You know, so. Yeah, okay, okay. I understand your point, but why would you request why well first of all dude if everyone's like fucking like waiting for thrones return and shit don't you think you know for, for you know if every uh faction of like that's that remains of the empire mm-hmm. don't you think it would be a good idea for them to be like oh you know what it would be a pretty fucking good idea to like unite and fucking wipe out all the mandalorians Mm-hmm. Essentially, you know, infighting. It, it, you know, it, it always comes down to infighting. You know, you got like how many members on that council? There were like eight of them or so. No, seven, I think. Seven. So you got like seven essentially vying for power. Yeah, but they're not fighting for power if they're giving. But it, that's the thing. It's all. It's all like covert you know one of them is like you know we're waiting for thrawn to come back you know hux with his project necromancer we know full well what project necromancer is you know yeah palpatine for sure yeah so he's going that way other ones are more divided you know you saw some people like agreeing with uh with moff gideon you know i i don't think there's consensus in the empire at this point, you know, I think it's, it's too fragmented and that's, you know, essentially you got, uh, you're, you're, you're right. By the way, I just checked. Uh, there's eight of them. Eight. Yeah. So, you know, and essentially, you know, they, they, <clears throat> you have ones literally vying for power like Gideon, and then you have others waiting for essentially, you know, the hope from beyond to show up and Thrawn. And then you have other ones, you know, Project Necromancer and stuff like that. And I'm sure there are probably other, like, other other members of this council probably have their own plans. Yeah, but that's something that should, that should be explored and explained. Cause it, it should, should but make real, it will. real sense. Because everyone at the end is like... Long live the Empire and shit. Well, long yeah. live the Empire. Okay, fine. The Empire is pretty, was and will remain Palpatine from what we know until mm-hmm. episode nine. So, mm-hmm. what's the angle here? Like, is everyone like trying to take over the Empire? But everyone's I think like, so. oh, let's wait for Thrawn at the same time. I think some of them are like, you know what, we're gonna, we're gonna like, uh, Attach our wagon to to Thrawn, if you will. You know, we're we're betting on him on being like the next leader and everything. You got I, other I ones. The fact that everyone is like respecting Thrawn, you know, like yeah, where he is and shit. Like everyone's like, yeah, Thrawn, Thrawn. You know, Thrawn's the shit, pretty much. Well, yeah, yeah, pretty much. I mean, they know he's like essentially like a genius level 
strategist. Absolutely. You know? They know, like, he is, like, a legit threat. He's a legit threat, and he's a legit, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Well, he's, like, a, like, he's, a, le- he's a legit, he's a legit successor to the Empire. So right. if, if, if he's, he's like a chess player, honestly, that really oh, yeah. knows what oh, yeah. to, to move, when to move. And oh yeah, I, love, I, I really do. I love him and we'll, we'll get to it, but I was so hoping we would get a glimpse of him. But. So was I, honestly, um, it makes you wonder though, if when the rebellion first started, if right away they'd given all control to Thrawn. We'd be having a very different conversation at this point, I think. Uh, sorry, I didn't quite understand what you said. Essentially, like, back when the Rebellion first started, you know, back, like... like Rebels? Yeah, around then. If Thrawn had been given complete control of all of the Empire's military forces at that well, time... He, he was given the full... Well, you didn't fucking... I'm fucking Rebels, right? I'm not. I'm not up to that point. Ah, goddamn! I told you to finish it, but yeah, yeah he, he, he yeah. ends up being in control of like the entire fucking like yeah. imperial fleet and shit. Like, I mean, this dude is fucking monster. I mean, right from the beginning, like sort of like you know, from the get go. From the get go, he was in. If he was in control, I think the rebellion would have been snuffed out before it could even start growing through that that's an idea that is ex- explored in um the the hair to the empire trilogy by yeah. uh, Tamari Zan uh, if any listeners didn't read uh the trilogy it's so good did you ever read this trilogy yet I I haven't read this trilogy yet no um you know it's one I, I'm definitely interested in especially with the fact that we know essentially they're kind of telling this story in the Ahsoka series with some differences, but mm. they're using it as like the the basis of what they're going to be doing. So mm. it's one I'm definitely interested in. Uh, dude, if I if I see him, uh, well, you know what I think I yeah, there's like a well. It's in good condition, no excellent condition, but I think I can pick it up pretty cheap for you if you want them. I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm sure, check. man. Definitely. I'm gonna check. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, we've got, you know, he's had his little Skype call with all the other moths. They decide to send him uh, troops and Praetorian guards. In the meantime, you know, we don't actually know this at this point, but, you know, Bo-Katan and all the other Mandalorians are coming down to explore Mandalore. Um, no, wait, 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 wait. We don't know that he's on Mandalore yet. We just know he's somewhere. No, no, wait, wait, wait. There, there's something. There's something that you, they meet on the fucking Navarro. Oh yeah. And and our boy fucking Grogu gets an upgrade too. Oh yeah, our boy. God damn, dude. He gets he gets a power armor, man. Like how cool is that? Everyone's like showing up on Navarro on Navarro, 
uh, and I, I I love that the the, the fucking uh, droid is uh, is telling um, uh, grief like oh, is that an imperial ship and calling and shit and he's like no no it's first uh, like uh, first thing it's not like an imperial ship and he's like look at under the ship like look at the painting and like there's a big ass fucking mythosaur. Yeah, painted under it and shit is it's really cool. And they land and they meet for the first time. And I just love the fucking tension that was established, like with one, just a quick scene. The way the way it was filmed and edited, like yeah. they come face to face, and one side takes off their helmets and, and the other don't. Yeah, and yeah. They- it it was really fucking cool. I, uh, it, it really was. Yeah, and so the I, arc... I like the I like one thing we got to say though. <laughs> I liked the fact though that like all the the quote unquote children of the watch, if you will, as they're called, they sent the kids away. Yeah, yeah. they're like you know, uh, take the kids back there. It's like yeah. you know, <laughs> it's about to get bad, you know. Yeah, I and, I love that. I mean, it was great. And the arbor like comes out and she looks at Boca Town and like they uh, how do how do you say in English like when someone like gives a a nod of approval to Yeah, essentially like um like recognition. Yeah. You know, that you know, like this is cool. Yeah. No. So like and, there's no beef here. And the armor is like uh, welcome Mandalorians and <clears throat> you know she 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 welcomes them and uh, now you see uh grief uh <laughs> coming towards mando and as always like mando mando my friend <laughs> yeah and he gives he gives them like a a bottle of uh, alcohol from Carson yes. and shit and yeah. he's like, well, that's not the only thing. I got something else for you. And <laughs> and they've taken IG-11. They've made him into like a like a suit of mech armor yeah. for our boy Grogu. Get us through this fucking scene, dude. Oh, man. I just love it. One of the Babu Frick people yeah, brings it in. Anzalin. Yeah. And he jumps out. And he's even, even then he's like, you know, like bad babies, stay away or whatever. <laughs> yeah, he he climbs down IG 12's uh, back and toward the arms, and he lands on the the table where Grogu is. Yeah. He's like bad baby, no squeezy. <laughs> I love it. I I love the I I love the fact that you know Grogu just kind of like assumes they're like pets or something. Yeah, bad like, mine. <laughs> Bad baby, no squeezy. Yeah. <laughs> so our boy gets into IG twelve, which is essentially um a suit of mech armor at this point, and he's got a little switch in it that says yes and no. Yeah. And he's walking around, and and Mando's like, you know, like like no, you know, he's like he's too young for this. He's like no, no, no. He's, he's like no. okay, get out. No, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then they go into the town. And and he's, he's still <laughs> doing the no no yeah. yes no he's doing the yes 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 yes, yes. yes. he enjoys it <laughs> he enjoys it a hell of a lot 
And I gotta love the thing, you know, like, he goes and like, gets, like, some fruit. Yeah, he's trying to, dude. He's, he's like, just, like, taking fruit and stuff, and he's everything. It's it's your typical Grogu behavior. Yeah, yeah. But I'm with, yeah, with, like, uh, a human-sized body. Yeah. And it's it's just so damn awesome. Just, just see this, this, this scene, like, honestly... Cracked me up, dude. Honestly, it was so good. Like, See that, yes, that? Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> That's how you do. Like how fucking course. annoying this shit is. Oh yeah. I mean, I love the fact that you know, Mando's like trying to like he's like like come on, like get out. He's like no. It's <laughs> like I'm in here. And I like this thing. I'm staying in here. Yeah, um, it's, it's 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 like. It's honestly like when you give like a toy that makes sounds to a baby. And like, they keep yeah, and they keep pressing the same button again and again and again. Yeah, it's the same thing. Like they want they they're walking in town, he's like, Yes, 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 <laughs> yes. Until he sees food. Oh yeah, and he's like, Oh <laughs> I just love the fact that, you know, like like some like people are looking at me, he's kinda like like what the hell's going on here? And it's just like Oh, Mandalorian, Grogu. That's yeah. just what they do. <laughs> yeah, good yeah, so... Then, uh... They're essentially all heading over to, uh... To Mandalore. They're, they're on the way over there in their ships and everything. And, um... It's Paz Vizsla, right? Yeah, Paz Vizsla. Paz Vizsla and... What, what's the other one's name? Wolf? Wolf, I don't know. Wolf. Uh, wolf. I, yeah, they're playing essentially a game of like chess. They chess the Mandalorian equivalent of chess. Yeah, because they landed and they they found some Mandalorian remnants. Well, this, this isn't that before that? No, no, they. Oh, no, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. So yes, yeah, so they land. They're looking for the the forge or whatever. And, like, I don't even want to call it a ship. Essentially, a boat appears. And there are Mandalorians on it. So these are Mandalorians who've been there since the Purge. They've just survived there all these years. So they, they, like, pick them up. They're like, you know, it's like, oh, it's it's Lady Bo-Katan, you know. Like, come on, we'll take you to the Forge. So they jump on, they're going there. Paz Vizsla and other guy are playing a game. And, uh... Yeah, yeah. they, they, they were pretty fucking serious about this fucking game. Yeah, um... And it's the fact that, you know... Like, how can I put it? I don't know whether they were playing by different rules because they have, like, different... Uh, well, I, I I think that was I think that's what it was. Like, yeah, like that. They not they not play by the same rule depending on the faction, I guess. So they they start fighting, and I mean, let's be honest. They, 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 they fucking tried to kill. They did. They tried. Of, they tried to kill <laughs> each other. Each other, yeah. I mean, I I love the fact that like. Paz Vizsla pretty much whooped his ass. Yeah. He was winning the entire fight. You know, and then um did they stop or did Grogu break them up? Grogu. 
Yeah, I thought so. No, no, no. And I love love what what Din says to Bo-Katan, because Bo-Katan, when when Grogu stops the fight, Mm -hmm. Bo-Katan looks at uh, Mando and she says, you trained him, uh, you trained him well. And and, (laughs) yeah, uh, yeah, he he didn't learn that from me. That's exactly Mm -hmm. what he says. He didn't learn that from me. And he 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 learned that from Luke. Oh yeah, he did. And I mean, let's let's be honest. I mean, who is a better peacekeeper between Mandalorians than Grogu? Yeah. I mean, how how do you like how do you keep angry when a little green dude just tells you no, no, impossible? No. It's just like it's like okay. Yeah. Yeah. So 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 they're moving along. Um. There's a bunch of injured men Mandalorians from this uh, group that are left there, that were left on Mandalore at the time. So the armor essentially takes them all and takes them up to their ships. And you know that's when I thought, yeah, the, the armor was the spy because she she because uh, she literally bailed with them. Yeah. There's there's like a fleet of Mandalorians uh, (coughs) floating above Mandalore. Yeah, yeah. So she she took them back, and uh, Bo-Katan and everyone else continues along. And here's where we learn a little interesting tidbit. You know the what can I call them? The the Gorilla Mandalores. That's what I'll call them. The Gorilla Mandalorians, the ones that stayed on Mandalore. Mm. They were like saying, like, we never surrendered or whatever. And then Bo-Katan's kind of like, but we did. And they're like, what? Like, what? And she's like, yeah, I surrendered. I I gave the Darksaber to Moff Gideon on the That was promise, a good-ass you know, point, honestly. That was. And I mean, it, it's the sort of thing that, like, a leader would do. If it would guarantee the like the safety of the safety of your people, you know, that's something you would do. But it didn't quite work that way. So she gave him the dark saber on the understanding that the purge of Mandalore wouldn't it would, it would like end, and they, and they'd be fine or whatever, and you know they'd be, <laughs> I guess they'd be like imperial subjects or something. Mm. You know that would that was basically idea. So that was kind of a. An interesting plot point, which was then well played by Din when he essentially says it's like you know, like I don't care. Yeah, he's like that's not that like that's not why I'm following you. You know, like I've seen how you how you do things, or whatever. Like you're doing it the right way. Like I'm I'm behind you, and you can see that that meant something to Bo-Katan. You know, and uh, it seems also that like no no one else had a problem with it. Uh, I didn't see any uh, Mandalorians that had a real issue with it. You know, maybe they had, but but it was never brought out. Like no, you know, it was yeah, like, through that, yeah. yeah. So they they continue on. They eventually reach the forge. It's it's all kind of nuked or whatever. So they're in there, and they hear jetpacks. 
So, like, there must be some other Mandalorians who survived. And then, you know, Bo-Katan looks up and she's like, those aren't Mandalorians. What do you think of the design and shit of those those troopers? They were completely um oh what that that dude in Rebels. Look, there's multiple dudes. That that the, essentially the evil Mandalorian guy who was like. Had oh that, okay okay yeah yeah. I can't remember his name. Can you remember it? Uh, it's fucking. Uh, no, the just because we're talking about it, I can't. Yeah. Say. But him, it's. I think it's the same armor design that he had. Well, yeah, it's similar, but you know, it's like it's white. It's got like the stormtrooper type look, but it's like Mandalorian armor, essentially, on stormtroopers. I mean, they have like all the Mandalorian tech. They have like the flamethrowers and everything, but honestly, they're they're not that good. No, not really. I mean, they they kind of suck. So they they launch like an attack on them. In the meantime, uh, Bo-Katan and a bunch of them have been caught between like some blast doors. Din, Paz Vizsla, and a few other ones are outside of it. No, um, only Din is outside. No, Paz Vizsla is there too. Cause... No, 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 no. Only Din is outside because Din gets captured and shit. Yeah, but and uh, what happens pa- to pass. Yeah, because he's so, out there. Because yeah, no, no, it's no, dude. Listen, we'll we'll, we'll get to, we'll get to that point. Okay, okay. There's still more till we get there. Um, the other guy, the guy that was fighting Paz Vizsla, essentially they say she's like um, Bogotan's like you know like go get get, get, get reinforced. Yeah. So Paz Vizsla's like. You know, like I'll I'll hold him down. You go up there, like through this hole. So he dude takes off. Paz Vizsla starts firing his big ass minigun. And uh, am I the only one that think that everything looks really fucking good? It looked the, the effects phenomenal in those last two episodes. Looked amazing. They were movie level effects. Yep, yep, I yeah. agree. And I mean. The, that hasn't always been the case. Sometimes we've had episodes where it's been kind of janky. Yep. Not in this case. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they're they're all fighting. Uh, Mando gets captured, pretty much. Yeah, but that, that that's what I'm saying. Like, Mando's outside the door. Mando's outside the door. Muff getting, mm-hmm. like, shows up. Yeah. He's like... In his badass, like, black armor... Yeah, and helmet, which I called in season one of this season that Moff Gideon would yep. return with an, an armor with, with a helmet armor looking like Vader. Yeah, and he totally did. And but what what I was saying is the fact that you know he's like give me the dark saber and Bo-Katan's like no, and he's like take him to the the briefing room, and yeah. Mando gets carried away, and what happens is. Bo-Katan is, like, cutting through uh, the back door to get everyone out. Oh, yeah, that's right, that's right. And uh, Muff is like, open the blast doors. That's it, that's it, yeah. And Paz Vizsla stays behind. Yeah. And essentially, he pretty much wipes out the, the fake Mandalorians. All of them. Yeah. 
And then, um, then Moff Gideon calls in the Praetorians. Yeah, yeah, we see and, our first um, glimpse of the the Praetorian guards, who are actually kind of badass. They they look way cooler than they did in the Last Jedi. Yeah, but then again, a, a turd rolled in, uh, yeah, in glitter. Yeah. In glitter looks better than the Last Jedi. Um, no, but they actually they they fight well, and they actually take out Paz Vizsla, which was. Actually, really surprising. To uh, me. I was kind of sad, honestly. So was I. I got to a point where I was actually, I actually liked Paz Vizsla. When yep. in the first season, and I didn't really like his character. You know, I found him to be a bit of a jerk or whatever. Hmm. But these past few episodes or whatever, you know, I've really kind of taken a liking to him. And uh, but he went out like a Mandalorian. Man, honorable death. I mean, four Praetorian guards to take down one three. Mandalorian. Well, yeah, three. Was it three? Yeah, three. Why do I? Why did I think it was four? No, it's three. Okay, three Praetorian guards to take down one Mandalorian, and you know, even though they they did it eventually, they didn't have an easy time, did they? No, no. I mean, you know, he put up a hell of a fight, and. uh that's where episode seven ends. Yeah, with the death of our boy Paz. Yep, and the capture of Dinjarin. Yeah. yeah. So, how would you rate this episode? This episode's a ten out of ten. This episode for me was an eight point five. Ten, man. Seriously, I loved every second of it. There was nothing in it that. I didn't, there was nothing in it that I could really point at and just say, you know, that's a bit of a weak scene. No weak scenes. Would have preferred to get more of Dan and Grogu, though. That's true. But, I mean, I think, you know, considering what we know for, from the going forward, we're going to get a lot more of that in coming up seasons. True that. So, for you, it's uh, a it's 10. 10. Yeah. Okay. For me, it's an 8.5. Fair enough, you know. So we move on now to episode eight, the last episode of the season, which um, is actually the shortest uh, episode of uh, the shortest, like last episode of the series. As All a whole. season, yeah. Not not just season, the entire, you know, season one, season two, season three, oh, yeah. all of them. It's the shortest finale. <laughs> it was like 41, 41 minutes, 38? 38 minutes. 30, okay. Yeah. But what they pack into that 38 minutes is. It was really good. <laughs> it was. It was. I mean, so we start off literally right where we ended. You know, Paz Vizsla's dead. Um, the rest of the Mandalorians are trying to get away. Um, whatever his name is, is flying up into space to try to get to. I find it really funny that apparently, you know, he can fly all the way out into orbit, you know, but they couldn't follow a bird. Yeah, dude, (laughs) dude, I was like, oh, he's running out of gas and some shit. Yeah, honestly, I thought. You know what they could have done? They could have had one just one scene in an earlier episode just where, like, when they're getting ready, if they were just just to have said, you know, uh, bring the. Like the the high capacity packs, 
mm. or something. Just that that's all you would have needed to say, you know, and it would have it would have explained it away. But yeah, he dude just gets up into the atmosphere and is able to get back to you know, their capital ship or whatever, and essentially is like uh they're launching fighters. I was so expecting because you know you know the armor was like got there before I was so expecting like especially that the fact that uh, the uh moth basically launches the the bombers and interceptors mm-hmm. uh I was so expecting something like you know the armorer got there before and went away with you know the Mandalorians that were with Gideon and the rest gets destroyed by the the, the fleet of imperial ships or some shit. Yeah. I was expecting something like that. Something really smelled fishy, but yeah, but it never happened. Yep. You know, uh, armor stayed true the whole way. And yeah, so our, our guy gets up there and he's like, uh, yo, they're launching fighters. They're launching, you know, bombers, um, essentially get everyone on the smaller ships and get down to the planet we're going to use this like capital ship as like a essentially like a decoy. Yeah. So they launch down, they, they go through and just as they've gone through into the atmosphere, all the tie fighters and everything come up. So they have no clue they've gone down. Do they? No, no, no. Cause there's like that whole atmospheric issue or whatever. Mm. So they go up and they essentially blow the shit out of their Big ass capital ship. In the meantime, um, Din, who's captured, decides, you know, I've had enough of this shit. I'm uh, breaking out of here, and just completely decimates the two. Uh, yeah, I don't even know what to call them. Fake Mandalorians. Yeah, the Mando troopers, or yeah, yeah. He he takes them out so so easily. Really, I mean. There's a few like hits they get in, but it doesn't really seem to matter. Yeah. Grogu shows up in his battle mech and uh, you know, helps out as well. So so um they reckon, okay, you know what, we're gonna we're gonna go after uh Moff Gideon. At this while this is happening, um the rest of the Mandalorians have kind of retreated to some caves where they've learned, uh, hey, you know, like, uh, plant life is growing here. You know, these, like, natural Mandalorian plant life or whatever, which they all assumed was dead or whatever, is still growing. So, you know, plant's not as dead as they thought. No, no, it's 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 actually... It's in pretty good shape, all things yeah, considered. Yeah, it's actually really beautiful. The vegetation and shit is going real good. Yeah. And yeah, then, then you know, um, they get a uh, essentially a, a call from the armor, who's like, you know, like, uh, like Lady Kree's your reinforcements are here. So they automatically they turn right around and they head right back to the the Imperial base where everything's going on. Meanwhile, Mando and Grogu are on their way to get to where Moff Gideon is. And I, we have... I love, I love the, the whole chemistry between Din and Grogu again. Like, kid, oh, yeah. I need you to be strong. You know, kid, I need... And yep. they, they just... Like, 
Yep. Yeah, just just you know, nodding his head and shit. It's it's really, I love him, dude. I really oh, yeah. love him. Oh yeah. So they get to this hallway that's essentially like essentially the hallway from uh, episode one with the, you know, epi- um, the Phantom Menace I'm talking about with all like the rows of like force fields. So Din. Contacts R five, is it? R five D four. Yeah, and he's like, um, like, come on, dude. You know, I need you to. First, it was like, you know, show us where Moff Gideon's office is. So he gets down. He, he finds a terminal. He. It, it, it it's he, so he, cool. It's yeah. so cool because because just just yesterday, I rewatched uh a new hope uh, you know i i i'm i'm weird uh you know i i, I watch star wars uh a lot every week maybe so <laughs> and seeing r5 yeah knowing what like, he was gonna do and shit yeah it was it was something <laughs> it's it's damn good so yeah he <laughs> he gets some the schematics of the place shows him where to go and he's like um Okay, I want you to shut down these, like, did he call them emitters, or I can't remember what he called them, but essentially shut down these force fields. Yeah, for, well, yeah, yeah, well, no, no, there's a there's a term for them, but I yeah, can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember either. But essentially each of these force fields has two of these fake Mandalorian people. Yeah, bootleg Mandalorians. Bootleg Mandos. There we go. <laughs> yeah, <they're... laughs> these these bootlorians. Yeah. Um, so essentially, you just gotta think how how bad it must be for the ones right at the end, because he literally starts with the first one, goes through, goes through no weapons, ends up with like a knife or whatever, goes through to the next one, ends up with like a stun two baton, guns. two guns, and you know, in the meantime. R five is like being like assaulted by these little <laughs> mouse droids. Yeah, and I, I just love that they're there and they're all like hitting him, and he's he, he just like the hell is <laughs> he just fails. Then he's just like, okay, we're done. I'm I'm out of here. Yeah, yeah. But by the time he gets to the end of this card, I, I, I really like those little alarms they had. Yeah, I know. It's like it's like what's that gonna do? Yeah, it's, it's like woo, woo, woo. It's like police sirens. And it's like yeah, they, they just they just like fucking like. It, they don't do anything. They just no. They, well, they 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 push him. I guess. Like I, they I guess, but you know, it's like literally, like if Chopper was there, he'd just throw them all off the edge and be yeah. done with it. You know, because he's a psychopath. But you know, no, no, it would have been no, no, no. Can you imagine if we'd been uh, like Chopper? Yeah, he he's just been like flinging them off left, right, and center, and you uh, know, he uh, wouldn't care, you know. Uh, and just absolutely not. Kick them off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he'd be literally like laughing. He would. He definitely would because he's a psychopath. He is. He completely is. So gotta love him though. Oh yeah, of course. So Din gets to the end of this corridor and into like Moff Gideon's essentially like office. And there are all these pods of Moff Gideon. Of Moff Gideon. At first, I saw them and I was like, okay. You know, I was like, Snoke. Snoke. Yeah, so was I. But then I was like, wait a minute. They, they all look kind wait of the minute. same. They're black. Yeah. And I'm like, is he cloning himself? 
And yeah, yes. he was. So he, they they blow them all up. They get to the end of this hallway, and uh, Moff Gideon shows up in his kick-ass armor and everything. And he, I, I'm definitely like, gonna buy a black series of Moff oh, yeah. in, in armor for sure. I, I want, I want that definitely. And essentially, he he's quite pissed because you know they've killed all his clones, and it's then when we really realize all the cloning things we've been seeing have nothing to do with the Emperor. Yeah, and that is one thing I wanted to talk about. I was so surprised. Yeah, I was pleasantly surprised, honestly. I was pleasantly surprised, too. But yeah, I was like, okay, it's going to be like Snoke or... Yeah. You know, uh, uh, you know, uh, not really... Like exactly Snoke, but like you yeah. know, a smaller, earlier form of yeah. Snoke or some shit. But no, it it was Gideon, all of them, and essentially he's really pissed because what he wanted, he wanted to create clones of himself that had force sensitivity. Yeah, it should start. Honestly, so, dude. How many it, clones of Gideon were was there? I think there were about eight. Yeah, so so we're about so now there's like thirteen black dudes in the Star Wars yeah. universe. Yeah, <laughs> and still none of them are cooler than Lando. Oh no, dude, Lando's the shit. Yeah, um, cold forty five. It works every time. It does. <laughs> so yeah, so he so it's then we realize you know he's been he's been kind of the the brain behind this since the beginning everything we we've assumed up to this point has been about like palpatine and everything like no nah, this has been about moff gideon well necromancer is a different thing yeah that's that's its own thing but you know <clears throat> that is the emperor and shit i think that, yeah that's definitely emperor but um you know moff gideon's been doing his own thing he's been, he's been wanting to make these clones and everything so, essentially, he calls out the Praetorians. They start fighting with Din, and then, you know, Grogu shows up, and they kind of go after Grogu instead. And it's just... Uh, Dude, I was so anxious. So so was I. So was I, honestly. I was like, ah. Yeah. And Din's left to fight Moff Gideon. While the, the Mandos... Mandos... Are, are fucking fighting uh, the the boot boot mandos. Yeah, the boot mandos. In the air and shit. And honestly, this shit looks so good. It did. And, I mean, and like Star Wars Theory said it, multiple persons said it, and I agree 100%. This shit looked to be like straight out of the Clone Wars episode. It was oh, like an all-out fucking war. It was great. It was Star Wars. Yep, yep. It was I mean, I uh, honestly, that's... honestly, dude. I I really, really fucking enjoyed this shit. Uh, oh, it was, I I, it was I thought so it good. well. It looked good. It was mm-hmm. like pure action pack. Yep. Fuckery in the air, you know. <laughs> it oh, was. Yeah. Uh, everything's under control. Situation normal. What happened? Uh, it's like weapons malfunction. But uh, everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? 
We're sending a squad up. Uh, uh, negative, negative. We have a, a reactor leak here uh, now. Give us a few minutes to lock it down. Uh, largely very dangerous. Who is this? What's your operating number? Uh, boring conversation anyway. Luke, we're going to have company! I, I don't know, but uh, we had some technical issues, so uh, while we we check this shit out, I'm going to go take a piss, first of all, yep. and we're going to play you some fine motherfucking Galactic Empire, their latest single, The Mandalorian, so nice. play some fucking Star Wars metal, be right back. Hell yeah. Alright, so I hope y'all enjoyed this fine piece of fucking John Williams metal. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Where where were we? So yeah, um Mando's fighting Moff Gideon. Uh our boy Grogu is fighting three Praetorian guards and doing quite well, all things considered. Yep, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, in in the meantime, like up in the sky, look up in the sky. Yep. Uh, in the meantime, we have like the bombers and uh, well, tie interceptors. Uh, actually, that that's kind of weird because there was no bombers. He requested bombers, but it was all interceptors. Yeah, well, I think there were weren't were there like two bombers or so at the end there. Maybe I didn't really I think. Like, 
But yeah, there's like crashing the ship, you know, like yeah. episode three kind of thing, you know. Yeah, he's totally gonna crash right into the base. Another happy landing. Exactly. So he's like, essentially, everyone get out of there. Yeah. So Bo-Katan's shown up and she's fighting along with Din and she's like, you know, go save your kid. Well, she, she's she's by herself and she was pretty much beaten. She, uh, after, after she... Uh, Until uh, Din shows up. Yeah, but at first, you know, when she first arrives, she's like, go get your kid. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'll handle this here. So she's fighting Moff Gideon, and it's kind of interesting because you notice at this point, whenever Moff Gideon's <laughs> moving around in his armor, you're hearing machinery. Mm. You know, like, so there's some definite either cybernetics or something he mentioned earlier. Well, well I think that the, the armor is like, you know, kind of like the Dark Troopers, like an exo suit or some shit. Yeah, well, that's something he mentioned earlier. You know, he's like uh, a new breed of Dark Troopers made of Beskar. Yeah. So I'm wondering if, you know, maybe that's what it is. You know, like a... Uh, what a fucking racist piece of shit. A black guy <laughs> fucking whitewashing Dark Troopers. They're white. <laughs> they are white now. Oh, man. Buffett is racist. <laughs> so yeah, uh essentially Bo-Katan's getting kind of whooped. The dark saber gets crushed. Yeah, that was something I was like, "Ooh." And I mean, the fact you know that Moff Gideon did this with his hand and it's been around for centuries. Yeah. It, it it's been yeah, it's one of the oldest lightsabers in existence, isn't it? Yeah, and to to have uh Moff Destroying it was kind of. See the thing there. That's something I'm. I'll, I'll get into in in a couple of minutes though. So yeah, dark dark sabers destroyed. Um, Din shows up again, you know, with Grogu, who's no longer in IG twelve because that's been kind of wrecked. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. They've ta- between the two of them, they took out three Praetorians. So that that says something there. Yeah, it, it, they man, I love them. <laughs> they are they they are such like they are like the ultimate combo. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so they they get out there. They're all they're fighting with uh, Moff Gideon and everything. Then. Uh, Essentially, we kind of notice, yeah, that ship's coming down pretty quick, <clears throat> and it's going to crash right into where they are. I found it really funny that, you know, like, essentially, Moff Gideon's shooting stuff at them, and, like, Bogatan's blocking it with her little blast shield thing, mm. and she's, like, guarding Din and Grogu with, with her little blast shield thing, and then, you know a starship kind of crashes <laughs> right where they are. And Moff Gideon is pretty much. He gets Captain Phasmad. Yeah, pretty much, you know, um, <clears throat> he gets completely wiped out, you know, he gets Captain, he gets Captain Phasmad. He, he does. Yeah. 
and I'm, I'm, and you know, Bogotan's still there with her little shield. So I'm like, is she seriously trying to, you know, block this with this little shield? But our boy Grogu, who we know has like some weird, like pyro force powers, because he can oh, do stuff. Oh, dude, dude it, no, dude, it's not weird at all, dude. It's like, it's like fucking Kanan did in Rebels. If you you were actually watching the show like you yes yes to. i am <laughs> uh no uh, i mean they've i've heard it said before though that like the whole fire thing is kind of a unique force power yeah not everyone has it no but grogu does and he completely blocks the flames channels them all around them for the second time actually exactly you know and and you know i just love i love the fact he does that, all the flames die down, and then he just kind of falls on his butt. Yeah. And he's just like, tired now. Yeah. So, yeah. So, <laughs> Moff Gideon is seemingly dead. Um, our heroes have survived, except for Paz Vizsla. All and right. probably probably a bunch of other Mandalorians as well, but we didn't know who they were, so yeah, we don't who cares? care. Yeah. So... It then moves on to their, uh, the Paz Vizsla's, uh, little brat of a kid is getting, like, uh, Mandalorian baptized, I guess you could call it. Yeah. Doesn't have, it doesn't even have to bathe in it. No, just literally pour it on his head. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, essentially, you know, then Din brings up Grogu and he's like, like, he, I want that, him that to. Shit would, that shit may be emotional. It real. did. He's like, you know, we want him and, and uh He's no longer like a foundling. He's my yeah. son. Yeah, essentially. And like he's like, I'ma adopt him. And uh the armor's just kinda like this is the way. Yeah. So he Th- this, sh- this should this should really fucking It was oh, a man. great scene. It really was. And I mean and she's like, You are now Din Grogu. Yeah. And I was like, oh, hells yeah. So he is now a, f- a, f- a complete, he's Man- a Mandalorian. Mandalorian, yeah, he is. Yeah, he's a Mandalorian apprentice. Um, They got to go off on their own to, uh, you the know. Bounty hunting and shit. Bound- bounty hunt and everything. And, you know, it's it's just kind of a good place. They relight the forge, you know, so they yeah. they have, they have retaken Mandalore. Yeah, uh, honest, honestly, I'm I'm glad I'm on a, a perfect ending. Honestly, it, oh, yeah. it was a weird season, it, you know. Yeah, weird ass fucking pacing. This season was really weird, really weird. I I thought it was <clears throat> up, down, left, right, every fucking minutes. But the ending was perfect. Was honestly wrapped the whole thing up nicely for 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 what we we got that was actually really good and relevant to the story oh yeah I, i'm gonna say it this way the way they ended it is we know we're not even halfway through the mandalorian story yet but if they like for some reason decided we're not doing any more mandalorian we're gonna end it here it's a good it's a good ending spot and and dude but we know we're the mandalorian the Mandalorian it yeah. is Grogu, I'm sure. Oh yeah, I'm sure of it. 
So yeah, so they end up going uh back to like essentially that bar that uh the the Republic people Rebels. Yeah, the New Republic. Yeah, where no, they, Rebel, New Republic. Yeah. Where they hang out and essentially he goes to, you know, the Chinese guy. Yeah, and we get we get to That's see again Dave Filoni still there. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> So essentially, goes there's only to, two people in the galaxy wearing ha- uh, hats like that. You got Cad Bane and Dave Filoni. Exactly. <laughs> so he essentially goes up to him. He's like, uh, "Yeah, so you know, I've adopted Grogu here. Like he's, he's now my son." Oh, uh, uh, you forgot to mention one thing though. The uh, minute, uh, the, the minute, minute they walk then, in, the minute then drops Grogu. Oh yeah. He goes for the food. Oh yeah. And he goes for the food, and then he notices a trophy up on the wall. Yeah, yeah. It's the head of an IG unit. And he, and he, and he, it, it probably is. I wouldn't be surprised, honestly. I, I don't know, because IG-88 died on Bespin. But yeah. uh, you never know. You never know. Yeah. So, essentially, he says to, like, you know, our Chinese-Japanese guy I, I i can't remember his name but he, chinese japanese guy <laughs> yeah I, he says like look um i need a more like uh kind of stable work if you will and he's like um there's a lot of empire remnants out here you guys obviously you know like you're not you're not doing anything about it you know essentially i'll bounty hunt them for you yeah. And uh it's essentially an off the books type thing. But it that's kind of the deal they make because but you know what we want that head. Mhm. So they then go back to Navarro. Uh Grief Karga gives uh Mando essentially keys. <laughs> so yeah. like, we got like a cabin for you out there. You know for when you in between jobs. And then uh, they introduce the new Marshal of Navarro, who is IG-11, who they've fixed because of the head. Yep. I love that scene. He's now the, the, the Marshal. And she, I love that. He goes, like, hi, I'm IG-11, Marshal uh, of Navarro. By the way, the, the Japanese, Chinese, uh, Korean, Vietnamese dude. Yeah. Uh, Captain Carson. Of, of course. There you go. Captain <laughs> Carson. You know that uh, that highly um, Asian name, and you know we were like Japanese, Chinese, and shit. Yeah, uh, he's actually Korean Canadian. So. Oh well, there you go. Yeah. Well, he, he's you know he's Canadian, so that makes him automatically like cooler than most people. So through that, yep. free healthcare. Yeah, damn right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we end off with you know. Mando hanging out at the cabin, just kind of sat back, and Grogu levitating a frog out of the water. A beautiful fucking ending. It was, and the thing is, he drops. Shit the warmed frog. my heart. Yeah, he drops the frog, but we totally know he's picking that back up and eating it. Oh, for sure, definitely. And you know, it's a great place to leave off. It's it's a great place where we can start off in the next season. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, you know, it won't take. Fucking two and a half year. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I think you know because we had COVID back then, so maybe. Yeah, that that was really, I think, the main issue with why it was so 
took so long for the newer seasons to come out. So I think it'll be probably relatively soon when it yeah. gets done, you know? A year, a year and a half. Yeah. That that would be great. But but what do you what rating for for this episode? For this 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 episode for me is a nine out of ten, simply because we had better last episodes with you know yeah. season two and shit. Same, I give it a nine. Um, my main gripe just is is the length. You know, for a last episode, I'm used I'm used to like yeah, like we said, you know, fucking longer episodes. episodes. We're fucking episode six, like. Why? Yeah, like could have been like way longer. Like you know, give us seven episodes of good shit and make this the the finale like longer. You know? Yeah, yeah. Honestly, like uh, <coughs> excuse me. You, you could. Uh, that's one thing I have noticed about this season. You know, essentially we've had two episodes of essentially filler. You know. Two episodes? The Lizzo episode and the one with the Dr. Pershing. Well, is it filler, really, though? It's stuff that could have been done a lot quicker. Quicker, yeah, I agree. But you is know, it filler? Because it, it's uh, relevant to the, the story that is to come, I think. I think... So it's part, not really filler. It doesn't really... F- no, parts of it are relevant to the story, but... Like, like, like I said, could, it could have been done quicker. It could have been done in like probably twenty minutes. Yep, true, true. It, 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 it didn't need like a forty-six minute episode. Yeah. for that. But, know. but the, the the what was like told and you know laid to us in this episode wasn't really filler. It was just overly long for nothing. Yeah, exactly. You know, so there was that. But you know. Here's a question, though. If you take episodes seven and eight, put them together, one long episode, how is it for a last episode? See, I would call that a proper last episode. Yeah, it would be a 9.5. Yeah, it it would be a 10 for me because, you know, I like. Dude, it can't be a 10 if you gave 10 to the last episode of season two. That's true. I'll get I'll go okay, I'll go nine five. Alright. Yeah. Nine five. So 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 Okay. What would you give season one out of ten? Season one is a ten out of ten. It's a great perfect season. Season honestly. season two. Season two is probably mm, I'll say I, not, I give it an eight. To season two. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll say about like a nine. Season three. On um, uh, eight point five total. For me, it's a seven total. Yeah, I mean, it, it was so like I said, it, it was it was weird, weird pacing. It was all over the place. I was like, where are they going? You it's know? it was very disjointed. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, I think <clears throat> essentially studio interference. I'm sure. I think, yeah, probably studio interference, you know, Kathleen Kennedy getting in everyone's way like normal. Mm-hmm. Um, I think also they need a, like a showrunner. They, they need one person 
at the helm of every episode. Not necessarily directing, but like, I don't know, there needs to be a more cohesive... Someone needs to keep the directors more in line. I agree, 100%. I agree, yeah. 100%. And that's why I'm so excited for fucking Ahsoka. Oh, yeah. Ahsoka's going to be great. This shit is 100% Filoni and 100%. So. Yeah, it's going to be so good. I mean, everything we've seen is just perfect. Absolutely. So are are we going to... I I think Ahsoka drops in August. Yeah, we're definitely covering Ahsoka. Yeah, we're going to do this shit. So yeah. should we wrap this up, my dude? Yes, we will. All right, so... As always, it's been a pleasure. I hope you enjoyed. May the Force be with you, and see y'all in August. Hells yeah.